Hey everybody, this is Tanya, and we're doing Real Talk with Tanya and Ron. This is our fourth episode, and is it fourth? I think so. Fourth episode, <laughs> and we're going to pick off where we got cut off last week, where we were talking about cuddling. I was having a conversation with my sister, if y'all recall, and she was asking if we, if me and Ron cuddle all night or if we cuddle at all while we're sleeping. I thought it came off a post or something. No, she asked me. So they come off a post? No. Why does she why does she even ask you that? Because I guess her and Jaquan were talking about it. Jaquan being her husband. Right. And he said that it's unrealistic and she was like, well and I told her I thought it was unrealistic too. And she said, well, you know, maybe I watch too much TV and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, you do, because nobody sleeps like that all night. Yeah, there was like three minutes tops and then cut. <laughs> like, <laughs> we the don't cuddle scene. at all. Like, not... the next scene. Wait, no, don't, don't say it like that. A little bit. I said, no. But see, if we watching something on TV, that's different. But yeah, but not like, okay, we're in the bed and we're about to go to sleep and we're going to cuddle up to each other and stay cuddled up all night. No. Like, it's a post on Facebook that shows, like, this is how real couples sleep. They got the one picture up top where you're spooning and I guess you're supposedly spooning all night. And then it's the real couple where you're basically sleeping butt to butt, which is how we sleep. (laughs) Because you already know, like, if you, and if you, you know, if you sleep with somebody who snores, there's no cuddling. Yeah, like you. Like, if you're somebody like me who does not like noise and you can't sleep through noise and you can't sleep through snoring, we're not cuddling. We got to sleep butt to butt. Don't even face me because you're going to be snoring in my ear and I just cannot. There is no cuddling and snuggling all night long. It's just not real life. But it probably do happen through the night, but you probably just don't know about it because we sleep. No, it didn't happen. <laughs> it's a dude, it got does to. not. No, it doesn't. It got to. It doesn't. We're, we're typically butt to butt. Every now and then, you might turn and face me, and there are times when you we're not turn butt to butt. I don't sleep on my you side. Turn and face me. We're we're butt to hip. Well, butt to hip. My butt, <laughs> butt is, to hip. My butt is on your hip or on your stomach. Because I what? Because I will scooch down in the bed. Or I, my butt will be right at your stomach, but you're on your stomach. You're laying on your stomach, but my butt is like up against the side of your stomach. Oh, up man. against your side. What the hell do you be doing while I'm sleeping? What do you mean? So how do you know all of this? Because I just do. I know what you do. You had this weird thing that you do with your arm where it's like throwed up beside me or something. What? I can't just I can't explain it, but it's weird. And then your arm is like in the way. Then I'm kind of like laying on your arm because you won't move it. Yeah, it, this is very this is crazy. It's weird, but yeah, yeah. Nobody, the whole cuddling thing is it, just not. It's just not real life. It's just not real life. But like I said last week, dude, I'm so glad. I'm so pissed that got cut. That was such gold that got cut off. You know, we used to talk about how Quentin like being a little spoon. <laughs> it just got cut, and I can't believe they got cut off. Ah, right, you know, that was that was just that was just some comedy gold right there. Oh my goodness! Yeah, you know, Keisha know Quentin's a little spoon. He said he requests coloring all the time. He told me this at work. I do not believe you. What? He's gonna beat you. 
when they listen to this, he is going to beat you. But, nah, I mean, if somebody snores, unless you sleep heavy too, you get used to the snoring. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm definitely a light sleeper, so I'm not going to get used to snoring. So I'm going to be making you move in the middle of the night. So if you are up under me, facing me, cuddling me, up on me, then you're going to have to move. It's but not going to work. Here's the question. Did they do it the first night they moved in together? I don't know. Because sometimes that can happen where you cuddle on that first night and now they think they put this cuddle all the time. Never come an issue. You don't cuddle me no more. I don't know. Like, I don't it's just not like, I'll sleep. We, we live together. We marry. You can cuddle, like you said, when you watching a movie or just sitting on the couch or when you're just laying in the bed talking. But when it's time to go to sleep, it's time to sleep. Like, that's not time to be all up under each other. Like, as long as I'm something is touching you, I'm fine. As long as it's some kind of body contact. Like, let me put your foot on, let me put my foot on your leg, or let me put my butt on your hip, or, you know, you got your arm thrown over here, and I just lay on your arm, something like that, but you all up on me and in my ear, then no. Mm-mm. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like I said, it's not realistic. I mean, <clears throat> I don't want no farts on my dick. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know a guy that wants that. <laughs> You know, you, you, you can't control yourself when you sleep. It's probably a whole bunch of gas that be flying around while everybody's sleeping. You, you can't control that. So you can control your farts while you sleep. No. All right, then you sleep. Sound like a damn small Cessna plane just <laughs> brown, <laughs> flying. <laughs> no, cuddling is not really. Yeah, it's good in the movies, it's good on TV shows because they're going to do it as long as they need that scene. That's how long they're going to fucking Right, but in real life. Yeah, some motherfuckers say cut, it's over. It's over. I remember even Douglas said that they he wished they made beds that, you know, you could actually put your arm somewhere. What they do, you know, man? What? They do. It's something I've been seeing on Facebook and it has a little thing to put your arm. Why are you coloring? Yeah, so you can sleep. So it's like so the person's arm don't get tired or get be hurting or something. I remember then Tiffany Jaquani to get that too. I was about to say something, but he don't know that we know. <laughs> so I'm not gonna say nothing. <laughs> yeah. So I'm moving on. <laughs> do he? Do you listen to the show? I don't think so. Okay, I'm not telling nobody else. <laughs> Just in case he listens to the show, then he'll know he will be mad. Yeah, so I mean, but the moral of the story is cuddling is unrealistic. You know, Quentin like to be cuddled. And yeah, so that means that's it. I mean, <laughs> yeah, okay. it's just TV shit. Okay, so now, uh, case in point, we do, we think a lot of stuff, you know, throughout the week about topics. I think at the be I think on our first episode we kind of said we didn't really want this to be a relationship topic or relationship advice type show, but it seems like that's all that happens when we be on you know things and that's the only thing that be coming up. But uh, I mean we will get into some different shit on this episode. This is some things I do want to talk about this new episode. But as far as the next topic, what was the next topic that you wanted to talk about? So I had been seeing this post on Facebook. I've seen it a few times and it kind of really meant something to me. Like I, I feel it and it's something I've been wanting to talk about. So the post says, 
I want black women to experience love that doesn't involve suffering first and being glorified later. <sighs> black women, women in general, I just think we have taken this whole ride or die type thing a little bit too far. What you mean? Because that, to me, that's kind of what it, what it means. I'm going to ride for this man. I'm going to stay here and be with this man. I'm going to put up with whatever. I'm going to take and accept whatever. He can do whatever. We can go through whatever. He can put me through whatever. But it's okay. Because eventually, sooner or later, it's going to work out. And I'm going to be happy and I'm going to get everything that I wanted from him, from this relationship. After all that damn suffering that you had to do, just so at the end you can say, like I told you so, we made it, I got him. But told who so? The friends that said leave him alone to leave her alone? Wait, this is just them, for black women. So leave him, leave him alone. They're telling themselves that. Well, telling other people that and telling themselves that. Because to me, it's more so of, I think it's more so of trying to convince yourself that all of the suffering will someday pay off and it will be worth it. And to me, that's just ridiculous. Like, you can be in a relationship without going through all of this. You can find somebody that you don't have to suffer with. If I have to suffer to be with you, then I don't want to be with you. If I got to go through a whole lot to be with you, you got to put, put me through so much and I got to sit there and accept it and put up with this and put up with that. I don't want to be with you. You can't experience real love without that suffering. You could just find you somebody and just be happy and not have to suffer first and then be glorified later. Like, like then to me, it's like, was it even worth it? You had to suffer so much. But do they want to suffer, though? I think some people want to suffer. I think that some people think that that is a part of being yeah, in a relationship. Yeah, and it's not. Right. And it's not. That's not what a relationship is. And people who think that and think that that's okay don't need to be in relationships anyway. Because you got it mixed up like you got it so twisted. It's like we were talking about in the car. Like, you can kind of judge a relationship based on how much you're arguing versus how much you're actually getting along and everything is okay. Yeah, the distance the distance between when was the last time you had an argument to the point you asked that question. Right, and I don't mean just like, I'm, we mean like a major big blow up type argument where basically it lasts for like a day or two before mm -hmm. it, it's like a day or two go by before things start to get back normal when, it, like I asked you before like when was our last one I can't remember if it was like early this year or last year I don't know I and before that I can't remember the one before that yeah I don't know but I can remember big ones but just like arguing I think maybe we had maybe two major arguments, I think. I can't really remember. But if you, like I said, like I said, like I said earlier when we was talking about this, if you were like, okay, when the last time, like, you know, 
if you're listening to this, whoever listens to this, you know, ask your significant other, like, when the last time we argued? And if both of y'all sitting there puzzled, to me, y'all got y'all right. Y'all good. That's a per that's a I ain't gonna say perfect, but that's a good relationship right there. Right. But if you be like, when the last time I argued or last week? When the last time I argued before that? Oh, a few weeks. And I mean when granted, last for that. I give I give a little wiggle room. Like if you're going through like a major life event event that's stressful, then you might get into a few more arguments here and there because you're stressed and that stress is gonna cause arguments. Oh, Excuse me, y'all gotta sneeze. But if you're not going through anything major and you're just in the house every day just arguing, fussing, and fighting and ain't really nothing going on and y'all just can't get along and it's just toxic all the time for no reason, then that's not the person for you. Like, you need to leave. You're just sitting there suffering, just hoping, waiting, praying, trying to be patient, whatever, hoping... That it's going to work out and more than likely it's not because the foundation of suffering and toxicity and fighting and arguing and struggling has already been laid. And once that's laid, it's really not no coming back from that, especially if it's like that from the very beginning. Then it's like, how long are you willing to suffer for to get to the point where you're quote unquote happy? How how long you willing to suffer? When at that point you really not happy because in mm. the back of your mind you have to be thinking about everything you went through, everything that person put you through. Like it's torture. Right. So I'm just saying, y'all ladies, like stop, stop it. Cause you it's, do it's, not have to suffer. Uh, like it's a bit, it's a, it's a. You should see it's a problem with every time you come home. Right. It takes you about 10 to 15 minutes coming to the house because you're like, oh, God. Now you got to prepare yourself for the bullshit that right. may or may not happen when you walk in the house. Right. Like, yeah. if this is always something, then it's just too much. Yeah. I just won't. And I, I, I say all women, but I, I really want black women to stop doing this. I, I understand it's hard for us to date. I understand that it's hard for us to find a potential mate, a potential partner, a potential husband. I understand that. But that does not mean settle to suffer. Do you think people forget what you've been through before you got in a relationship? It's like, or you think like, Oh, Latanya's just saying that because you know she's judging people because she with somebody now. I'm just not like... judging any. <laughs> like, I don't know what people think, but I really try not to speak on stuff that I don't know anything about. I can't really say. I can't really say I ever had the mindset of, well, I'm just going to stay because I know eventually it's going to work out. I can't say that I've ever felt that way, but I have been seeing it happen, and I know that it can happen. For me, it was more so of, I don't know, like my last long-term relationship, at some point, I I knew. But how long do it take you to get to that point where I'm not going to suffer through this? Because if you meet somebody at the beginning, of course, it's the beginning. Like, yeah, everything is okay. You know what I'm saying? Everything is okay at the beginning because, you know, you just meeting in and sitting in no, stages. And... No, I'm not, I'm not saying that everything's okay at the beginning. I'm saying, though, because you're trying to figure everybody out. So you might not have time to do certain things or you might get to, like, a little bit of stuff. Yeah. 
But when you talk about suffering, you talk about more along the lines of people that been together or been talking for, you know, a year plus or uh, like six months and up or like, what, like you know, when do you, when do the suffering begins and when do you just got to say, I'm not about to suffer through this? Because at some point in time, you have to realize that you're suffering. Because at the beginning, you're trying to figure each other out. So I don't see how can you be suffering to begin a relationship? Because if you're suffering at the beginning, why would you stay in there? Because you're there's nothing invested. You could just piece the hell out. I mean, but some people do. Pretty crazy. Some people do. It don't have to be a year. It could be months in. And some people will still stay. Like I said, I always use that as an example. I always use old dude as an example. I, I just don't get it. Like I, mean, I, 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 I knew it wasn't going to work. I could have stayed and waited. For me, it would have been like a mental suffering, like sitting and waiting to see what he was going to do. And then, you know, potentially, you know, then for him to just come back and say, oh, no, I don't want to be with you. And I wasn't going to put myself through that. But you already said y'all talked for six months. Yeah. So that's different. At that six month, at that, at that six months time, but that six months period, you was like, okay, what the hell are we doing here? Right, and you know I knew I mean? it wasn't going to work for me, so I had to leave that alone. So at that, so six months is the time where you start thinking, "Am I going to suffer through this, just to see what's going to happen, or am I going to walk away?" Right. So therefore, okay, so that's the time period. And if like if you with somebody in six months, and you still, if you still say, "What are we doing?" And they still get you to run around. Are you going to suffer through that? Mm-mm. But some people do. I'm just saying, like I said, I know it's hard. But sometimes you just got to wait. And, and, and just wait till that right person comes along. Like, because... <clears throat> but people, it's 2018. Nobody want to wait. Try to get stuff doing, get the stuff now. But that's not how life works. Ain't nobody trying to wait. That's not how life works. We've been People been waiting and waiting and waiting. And they been through stuff not working and working and working. Well, I did too. So at this point, everybody just like, you know what, fuck it. I just go suffer with this bullshit. Well, I did too. I, I, everybody done been there. Most people done been there. Um. Most people done been there. Most women done kiss plenty of frogs before they find the prince. Plenty. And that's just what it is. Because like I said, like I, I have always said this. There can only be one one. So you're going to have to go through a lot of people that's not the one to get to the one. Everybody can't be the one. So. What do you consider to be the one? It's like you said, that person is you're not suffering with. Like you, like we said, you're not arguing all the time and you're actually genuinely happy and it's not phony and fake. It's not a fraud. It's not that public shit where it's like, oh my God, that's such a good couple. And then behind as soon as they get in, doors. As soon as you leave to get together, like, I hate this bitch. Right. I hate this bitch. You're my fucking nerves. <laughs> <sighs> you told me you hate me in the car today, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I do. I don't like you at all. Nah, because you talk about you just go slam me down the hill and give me a grassy ass. That was last night. Of course, night. I don't like Not you. Today. That was last night. Because who going to like somebody that? I'm going to drag you down a grassy hill and give you a grassy ass. <laughs> Why would you like somebody that says that to you? Hmm? It was funny. No, it wasn't funny. It wasn't funny at all. But anyway, please, y'all, funny. just just stop. Right. 
Stop, stop the suffering. Y'all, y'all ain't gotta. We, we ain't gotta do this. We do not. Okay, so. Wait, anything else? Are you. Just a nail? Yeah, just, just stop. Just stop. <laughs> just stop. Just, just know that you can experience a love that is real without having to go through all that. Now. Okay. Now, Quentin, you know, the, the, the love of the cuddle, he tagged me in something about, you know, uh, your girlfriend or wife or your child's mother, uh, you can say your child's father, allowing the person they dating to hit your child or to, you know, beat your child. Like, he tagged me something like that and said that, you know, this should be, you know, a topic on, you know, next week's show. And I saw it. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't even watch the video. I was like, that's a good topic. And I was in, I was meaning to watch the video. It was uh, with uh, a dead ass with Melissa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, it was one of those comedy videos. So I didn't get a chance to watch it, but it's still a good damn topic because that's something that I do have experience with of saying... Okay, you with this guy, but he not he better not put his hand on my child. And she understood that, and she when me and you started talking, she said the same thing. But I'm more focused on you because I'm with somebody. If I tell them, if I tell them somebody, don't do it. I already know you're not going to do it. But I don't know nothing about who she's with, and they're not even together now anyway. So now I gotta you know now I gotta worry about you know this new motherfucker that's involved. I mean, I wouldn't discipline somebody else's child. Like, if I'm in a relationship with somebody and you got a child, and No, I'm all fine with discipline. I'm talking about, I'm talking about beatings. Yeah, like whooping. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't whoop somebody's child. I probably wouldn't. What do you mean, like, discipline? Discipline them like, now. Oh, like, to me, there's levels, there's levels to discipline. I think even... Put them on punishment? Even, yeah, even Envy's mother told her, like, you know, don't touch, don't touch my child. Don't, don't even yell at her. But, you know, I agree with that. But, okay, let's say, you know, she's gone and he's there at the house and, and we do something. So, if you want to take her tablet away or he tell her, you know, you know, no more TV or go to your room, I don't have no problem with that. Because that's still a form of discipline. But if he's hauling off and, you know, taking the belt on my child, like, no. That's don't enough. Don't her. Were you yelling at me? I don't know. She ain't. I don't know. I I haven't been. I mean, I've been mad at her, but I haven't been mad to the point where I would yell at her. But my whole thing is. This even yells. They even levels yelling. But go ahead. My whole thing is this: as long as I know that the other parent, the parent of the child, the actual parent of the child that I'm with, which is you. As long as I know that if something happens and I'm here by myself and then I tell you that something happened, then discipline is going to be given by you. Mm-hmm. Then that's the thing. That Then that's that's the point of it. Like, as long as it's not where, okay, she did something and then I tell you that she did it and then no punishment is given or something like sure. that, then that's where the problem comes in. Yeah. Because that's going to cause problems between me and you. Because I don't want to have to deal with a badass child. And then you're not disciplining the child. And then the child going to think it's okay to just do whatever when she's here with me. And that's not good. 
But I would never, I would never, I would never want to put myself in that position to spank somebody else's child, to spank a child. I wouldn't. Because just a situation that happened where I guess Envy was talking crazy to her mom and her ex, well, now her ex, it's like he yelled at her for doing that and told her to go to the house. And it caught Envy off guard, and Envy got mad and started crying as she went to the house. He told her to go in her room. Now, do you see a problem with that? No. See, I don't. I didn't see no problem with that. I mean, you talking crazy to your moms. If I was there and that was happening, and we not together, even though we not together, I would have still spazzed on Envy. Because regardless, this you talking this crazy respect. to your mama, yeah. and you talking crazy to an adult. Yeah. Period. Yeah. I don't have, like I said, I don't have no thing, but just don't put your hands on my child. But now, don't beat me. Now let's get to something else that a lot of us wish we can do. <laughs> is whoop other people's kids. <laughs> Man, we was at Smokey Bone today. Little boy screaming. As soon as he walked in there, screaming. Running around screaming. Give him a phone. Now he's not screaming no more. So so he wanted the phone. Now he stopped screaming. You take the phone away, he start crying and whining again. You get him back the phone. But you do understand that it's the parent, the adult, that needs to whoop it and not that child because that child is not old enough and that's something that that child is used to. He's used to having that phone wherever they go and being allowed to play on it and do whatever he wants to wherever they go. So and really the parent needs to whoop it and not that child because that child wasn't old enough to know Okay, that. well, they both, well, he know, but he knew exactly what he was doing. Kids know what they're doing. People are, people like to say this, oh, we knew that's just, just a child. But no, okay, they know but what he's they been allowed to do it. So that's on them. Just like the whole, okay, his food is there. He's still on his phone just dipping fries and eat. I'm like, no, put the phone down and eat your food. You want to whine and cry? Okay, let's go in the bathroom. Okay, it ain't gonna put it down like you said. It's take it from yeah. him. Then if he want to sit there and cry, he sit there and cry. Yeah. Or he get given something to cry about, but it's on them to actually take the phone away, not tell him to put it down. No, you take it. Yeah. It's he can't have it if he don't have it. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was just why I just kept looking. We, you been you trying to talk? I just keep looking over there like. That's why I understand why it's some restaurants and some places that are kid free. Wait, what? What place is this? I've seen places like that. They talk about them on Facebook where kids are not allowed. And I understand why because you sitting there trying to enjoy your meal, then you got a child over there crying and whining, drop this whole drink on the floor, and, and the all parents that. Are just sitting and not doing shit. And like I said, it's messed up. Because it's really not the kids, it's the parents. But it's because the parents are not going to properly discipline and watch the kids. So that's why these places are coming to existence because of that reason. Because it's really because of the parents. I should have known something was up when we pulled in. Because remember, when we pulled in, they was walking up. Mm-hmm. She was holding the little boy. They both was little boys. But he was like a little bit younger. She holding the baby, the toddler. Mm-hmm. And the tops... I guess the bull boy didn't want to hold his hand or whatever while he was walking in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. He just walking behind everybody. Mm-mm. Like I'm, he was too little. I already saw something. I already had an issue. He was too little. He was too little to be walking without somebody holding his hand. When I saw that, I was like, you know, he should be, he should be holding somebody's hand. 
And if you don't want to hold my hand, oh, you, 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 I'll just go hold your wrist. You ain't got to hold my hand, but I'm holding you. Because he could easily dart out. Yeah. Easily. And I... Ugh. I hate other people's kids. <laughs> kids that I don't know, hate them. Because like you said... It's just like, yo, y'all got to control your kid. Your child know when I get in public, mom and dad ain't going to do a motherfucking thing to me. So let me go ahead and cut up. Let me see. Let me see. Okay, there's a lot of people around. They probably ain't going to whoop me in front of all these people. Let me try something. Mm-hmm. Can you be like deny service or something? 
don't I know because I was probably almost done ringing up. I mean, I, I'm just saying it wasn't a big deal. It was a, only a big deal because it just made me mad that people let their kids just do anything. Because the before before I respond to that, going back to the other one, wasn't it a black kid that slapped a black grandma? No, these was white people. I thought you said okay. I thought no, you... child. <laughs> oh, can you imagine a black grandma getting slapped by that black grandchild? Do you know that the whole Walmart probably would have just like collapsed from? <laughs> <laughs> That child would have been dead. D E D dead. R I P. We just been killed a the Walmart. In that damn Walmart. <laughs> but yeah, the nah. heavens would have opened up. Exactly. And see a the <laughs> Lord a black Jesus himself, she would have called him, and he would have came right on down and lifted his head down and lifted that little bit ass child right on up. She would have been like, Lord Jesus! And he would have came right on down. <laughs> he would have came right on down. Because oh he just ain't God. no way. Heck no. Ain't Yo, no way. Straight up, let, oh my God, let Envy would have threw some stuff. Like, first of all, I would have said no and stood on it. Like I said before, you have to stand on it. Mm-hmm. With your child. Your child cutting up because they want something. You tell them no, they still cutting up. You have to stand on it. Because if you give in, they'll be like, all I got to do is cry for this amount of time. It goes and I can beyond get that. You know it goes beyond that. They got to know when they go in the store. Don't even ask for nothing. Every time you go in the store, you don't get something. Don't ask for nothing. If I want you to have something, I, I'll get you something. I will ask you. You want such such, you get something this time. You ain't getting that next time. So when next time we're going to start on asking that because you know you got something last time. Don't come go in there with all that begging. I'm going to whoop your tail. Oh, I never. Like you ain't that. got nothing at home. You, you don't. I remember we were walking to Walmart one time. And this little girl was like, oh, I want this. Dad was like, I, I got it at like, You already got that at home. She called an attitude. Mm. You remember that? She called an attitude. I'm just like, okay, just keep it walking. <laughs> I can't do it. But nah, let let. And I see honestly, you can't just, you can't throw stuff at that point in time. They pull out, okay, you want to since you want to throw, you definitely not getting it now. Right. Or they should at least apologize to you she or something. Said, God, I can't remember they apologizing now, but she said, "Goddamn, my names." I hope she choked. You should. You, you should have. <laughs> We moving on to the next damn topic now. You moving the hell on? There's something wrong with you. You all here crying and shit. <laughs> Stop laughing. Move on to the next topic. I'm oh, done. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Okay, see, okay, now, going to what I forgot to say at the beginning of the thing, like, our podcast is available on Spotify and um, Stitcher Radio. It's also available on the Anchor app. Oh, excuse me. On the Anchor app, only on the Anchor app, you can actually leave us voicemails, asking questions. And this week, we actually got a fucking... 
Why? What, what word was that? A voicemail? No, I just said fucking. What the fuck? <laughs> Shut up. Stop making me laugh. You're making it out here. I got to turn on the bed. Oh, my God. This week, we got our first voicemail from, from uh, I'm about to say the fire, from Keisha. Oh, and she has us a good question. So now we'll go ahead and play the voicemail and answer it once we come back. Subject for next week, Tanya Ron. Never miss your water till the well runs dry. It might be something that y'all done touched on already, but I'm sure it can get a little bit more deeper than what's been said so far. Bye. All right, thank you for the question. No, that was from Keisha. Remember, if you want to leave a voicemail, download the Anchor app and we will answer any question, any question that, you know, we can do or any statements. We, you know, we'll talk about it. But never miss your water to the uh, well run dry. How that make you feel? What you think about that? Um, when I hear that, I mean, you can kind of think of it as an actual well. The well has water in it. The well can be your relationship. The water is everything that you have to give in the relationship. <clears throat> your partner will come to the well, take from the well. Keep coming and taking from the well. Taking from the well, taking from the well. All the time, they're never putting any water into the well, meaning they're not putting any effort not giving any time, maybe not any attention to you, just kind of showing disregard, you know, no care to you or the relationship. Then when you get tired, there's no more water in the well, you have nothing left to give, the well is now dry, and you decide to leave. And as soon as you decide to leave and it's over and you have no more water to give, you're tired and you're done, oh, then here comes the person. They want to come back. They want to do right. They want to do everything that you wanted them to do. They want to give you everything that they should have been giving you the whole time you were in the, in the relationship. But now it's too late and the well is dry and the relationship is over. And it happens all the time. But you got it. Yeah, I agree with everything you said, but she got to go a little more deeper than that. You know what I mean? Like you said, you're using the well as the person in this situation. As the less, since, since she asked the question, you use it as the woman in the situation. Like you said, you know, water replenishes you. You know, it keeps you alive. So that woman is constantly, you know, Giving the man is drinking the confidence that she's giving him. Mm-hmm. She's drink. He's drinking, you know, the the sex that he's giving that she's giving him. You know what I'm saying? He's drinking the time and the attention, you know, and the effort, and you know, probably sometimes in some cases he's giving them the money. You know, so you want to do right by that well that because that well is doing right by you. But when the well see you. With that bitch Aquafina, and you keep fucking around with her, 
of course, you know what I mean? You're not appreciating what you got. You got you got a strong water source at home. You know, why would you want to go get water from somewhere else? You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But once, you know, in this situation, once that water is gone, all of a sudden, now you're missing it. Once she see you keep, you know, messing with all these bottled water bitches, she's going to leave. And now that good spring that you had, because you, the good spring that you had, now is gone because now you want to drink from other places. You don't know where the fuck that water came from. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... You know, there's a lot of people out there. There's a lot of guys out there that do miss stuff. They they know they don't know what they had until they don't have it no more. Right. Now it's gone, and you just like, damn. This this is that's that was the person that was the one, and now you you can either say you know go on and try to live your life, or you could try to fight. To get that land back that got that well. But. Once it's dry, it's dry. But you never know. You know, yeah, it's dry, but then somebody else will come over and tap into a new water source and fill that well back up. Yeah, it's dry for that person. Yeah. But not for somebody new that's going to do everything that they wanted them to do. I mean, I've been there. I think any good man or good woman has probably been through that at least once. I know I have. Like, when I finally broke up with my ex, when it was over, oh, God. When it was over, after, oh, it was, oh, no, just, you know, just begging, just begging, begging. Just take me back. I'll do everything you wanted me to do. I'll do this. I'll, at the time I was going to church, I'll go to church. I'll do this. I'll stop doing that. I We can do this and this. Well, you know, I was asking you to do all this stuff then, and you wouldn't do it then. So I already know that what's going to happen is, like, I'm not stupid. All the person is going to do is come back and do it for a little bit just to get you back, to make you think that they're going to do it and continue on doing it, and then they're going to stop, and they're going to go back to their old ways. Mm-hmm. Once that water and that well get back to that comfortable level. Right. Then they're going to go back <clears throat> to whatever they was doing. That stain bitch, Aquafina. Right. Bitch. Bitch takes nasty. But that's what it is. People don't realize what they got until it's gone. Yeah. Well, some people don't. Cause some people just feel like, you know, that water that water source is never going to run out. Like, they can keep taking from it and taking from it and taking from it. Never putting anything into it, and it's just going to stay. And it's just not how it works. I'm glad. I'm so glad Keisha asked this question. Because that right there leads into something else to where the well runs dry now you missing the well but you know what the well has some more water and they decide to give you back the water now that you done got the well back now you trying to show the well that you good now you gonna sit here and you know start telling you know everybody else you know, now you're going to start going around telling all the other wells that they men ain't shit. And that's jumping right into your boy, you know, Jared Jackson. 
his simp ass. Because we remember, we listened to the podcast when he said that all the guys that he's bashing, that he was that guy. Mm-hmm. He lost his girl. I don't know if they was married at the time or whatever. He lost the girl. He realized that was the person for him. So he fought to get her back. Now that he got her back, now it seems like he's down in every other guy now. And now he done ran into, you know, Ryan Davis, who is Ryan Davis. And Ryan Davis wasn't going for that shit. Because, okay, he made, okay, you crack a joke. And it's almost like, it's almost like this. Ryan Davis got him so good, he ain't got nothing bad. So, therefore, he's like, oh, oh you gonna crack a joke about me sounding like a gay hairstylist. So, therefore, you know what? There's gay people out there killing themselves. And you making jokes about gay people. And Ryan Davis is like, yo, he ain't the one. So, he fucking told him about himself. I mean, how that shit make you feel? I mean, what what what's your how how it make you feel? What's your take on that whole shit? <clears throat> to me, that's just all entertainment. I'm not really too much invested in that. I mean, you know how I feel about Derek Jackson. I agree with some stuff he says. Some stuff I don't agree with. I do realize that he does do a lot of male bashing. And he kind of caters to women, and nine times out of ten, he never makes it where women are holding themselves accountable for stuff that's happening to them, so I don't agree with that. I mean, I do think it was a stretch to say that, oh, you're you're making gay people kill themselves, or you're, um, what's the word I'm looking for, causing suicide, or whatever he said. I think that's a stretch. That's that's a bit much. That That sounds ridiculous. <laughs> This month, he's mean, good but, at reaching. This dude likes to reach. His but, arms are well, you know what I mean? Well stretched out. I mean, but other than that, I don't really. <clears throat> yeah. Ryan Davis's, I mean, his comeback was appropriate. And I told you this shit before. Like, he tried that shit. He tried to turn people by saying that stuff. By, cause that's, that's, because that's how the internet is. Nowadays, to where you could just say certain things, and if somebody wasn't thinking about it, they're thinking about it now. So, him throwing that out there, he knew what he's doing. I told you that before, he knew exactly what he was doing with the whole Charlemagne thing. Where he even he said it in the, in, on the podcast, you know, you know, I didn't listen to the show, like this is all coming from second hand. And then, even in the video, you know, nobody's talking about it because they didn't know. Oh, sorry, my bad. I did his wrong wrong. Nobody's talking about it because, you know, nobody didn't know. But they know now. So it's like, you know what you're doing. You know that you're setting this shit up to try to take this motherfucker down. Just like you wrote, you typed up that damn comment to try to take down Ryan Davis down because he hit you with some shit that you can't, you didn't have no comeback for. Now, him against Ryan Davis... I like, I really do like Ryan Davis. I enjoy, you know, we went to his show. He's hilarious. I like Ryan Davis. So him against Ryan Davis, yeah, I'm all for Ryan Davis. Him against Charlemagne, yeah, I'm in the middle. You know, I really care for Charlemagne. So, but it's two different things. It's, I, mean, I mean, it's it two. Is. I mean, it's not two different things. It's the same thing. But him yeah. trying to come at somebody by trying to turn people against that person. 
I mean, Rod Davis hit his ass hard. Like, he broke down the joke. He broke the... He, he even said in the video that I'm not against him. Like, what he's doing... What? Go ahead. I'm going to find this other topic real quick. It's Ryan Davis big them up. It's like, you know how to manipulate people. You know exactly what you're doing. You tap into that market that a lot of bitter women that don't want to take, you know, accountability for what the hell they do and it's just all the men's fault. And I hear so, and I, and I believe in the whole, if it don't apply, let it fly. But if you constantly keep hearing men this, men this, men doing this, men doing that, men doing this, men doing that, and you're not specifying what type of man you're talking about, and then it starts to feel like you're just talking about all men, period. And I agree. And you know, I have this female that I listen to, Love Dorsey, big up Love Dorsey. I love Love Dorsey. Like, I pretty much 99.9% agree with everything that she says. And when she does talk about men or women, she always specifies, you can always tell that she's not talking about all. Mm-hmm. She's only talking about whoever does whatever she's talking about. But the reason why you can tell she's not talking about all, because she's tell, she tells the dudes, like, look, y'all fucking up. And she tell women, y'all fucking up. Right, it goes both ways. You know what I mean? She, she makes she, it apply she, to both. She yeah. always makes it apply to both. And she and makes what I like about her, too. She's not afraid to say when she's wrong. Yeah. Like, when Derrick Jackson did a whole video about, you know, <sighs> basically he was saying how, you know, 50-50 relationships is not good because... The guy ain't got shit, and the woman supposed to pay every, a woman paying everything because she with the nigga that ain't got fifty fifty, so he can't even bring fifty fifty to the table. Versus her, when she was like, she don't believe in fifty fifty, but then she actually had a guy on there that even talked about that. I think that might be that you know zero point one percent of the time yeah, you agree, agree with her, because even she on that part, she was just like, you know, you're right, you know, fifty cent fifty. 50 50 relationships work to me. That's how it's supposed to be. Yeah, if somebody can break it down to you in a different way and explain to you why it would work or why they do it or how they make it work, and then you can be like, oh, okay, I can see that. Yeah. Versus your man's, your, 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 your boo over there, that, nah, if a dude ain't 50, if a dude ain't, you know, paying everything, he ain't shit. He ain't shit. He broke. He's living in the basement. He can't afford no shit. He's living with his moms. We'll have to talk about that one day. What? The fifty-fifty thing. I mean, yeah, but but that's that's the whole thing, you know. Like you know, this guy's track record is crazy. Like, okay, everybody, everybody making jokes about those sexual dolls earlier this year. You know, everybody cracking jokes about oh yo yo the end of women blah 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 it's fucking comedy everybody making jokes about it Ryan Davis made a joke about it so many people make a joke about it but here come this motherfucker how y'all gonna replace women these dogs cost like $20,000 y'all motherfucker ain't got enough money to shop at McDonald's like what the fuck But don't sit over there quiet because I'm talking about your boo, Team Jackson. Because I don't care. You making it seem like I care and I don't care. So? Be looking at his Because some of the stuff that he say do be true. I don't agree with everything he say, but some of the stuff he say is true. Fuck that nigga muscles. 
Is you ready to move on? Because I don't want to get Nobody ain't ready to move on. We're going to talk about this shit. We're not. We are not. We're talking about this. No, you're not. We're going to continue to talk about this. I'm not talking. You can talk. I'm through. I told you I didn't care. That's not how this works. It is. No, it's not. What's the next topic? I want to talk about this post that I tagged you in. Mm -hmm. And it reads as following. My fiance makes $70,000 a year while I make $115,000. I'm completely okay with the difference in salaries. However, I just learned that he has been supporting his mom and dad financially for years since he graduated from college. I overheard him tell his mom that they can start looking for a new house and he will help them purchase it after we get married since we will have more money with the income, with my income. When I questioned him about it, he said that it was the least he could do for his parents sacrificing to put him through college. He said that when we get married, my money is his money and therefore, and there, and there shouldn't be an issue with where he like for, for our money to go, especially when it is for his parents. I love this man, but I am seriously thinking about calling off the wedding and go. What up, Team Jackson? <laughs> and this man ain't willing to kill his parents <laughs> for his woman. You got to let him go. <laughs> Tell me what you think about in the comments. All right, Team Jackson. Are we really doing this? <laughs> Are we really? Uh, really? Really? What up, Team Jackson? She made a lot more money than him. I don't know why she put up with this broke man. Where he makes 79, 79K a year? That's way too much for you black women. He got at least be making a million a year. If not, he had to stay with his parents. All right, Team Jackson. Ron, go away. <laughs> Are you going to let me answer this question or no? Go ahead. My whole thing with this is that I think it's a communication problem. Because if they're about to get married, okay, if that's the case, if her money is his money, then his money is her money. And I mean, I wonder if they're already living together before they get married. So shouldn't she have already known that he was financially supporting his parents throughout their whole relationship, first of all. Then, shouldn't she also know that he's planning on helping them buy a house? And third of all, do they already have a house? When I, when I uh, excuse me, hold on. Oh, a lot of burps. Oh, more burps. Uh, when I first read that, and I was like, like you said, do, did they not talk? Right. He got a little. Would she? Did she just assume this whole time? So okay, how much is his parents making? Like I don't. I'm very confused about this. Okay, I understand they sacrificed to put him through school and all that. So after he got through school, they stopped working. I don't know. I mean, See, I we, don't we know. need ages. We need to find out these ages. Yeah, there's no ages attached, and we don't know, like, any of that type of stuff. I don't know. I'm just, it's just, to me, like I said, it's more of a communication thing. My whole thing is, this stuff should have been discussed 
maybe not while they were dating, but once they were engaged and, mm-hmm. you know, getting ready to get married, about to become one, then yes, this conversation should have been had. Like a money conversation, a financial conversation has to be had. Because if not, like like in that situation, it's about to be a problem. Because now she's finding out stuff that she didn't know. Mm-hmm. That You know what I'm saying? Okay, because now, like he said, her money is his money. So now, you know, they're getting ready to but basically his buy his money. parents a house. But that right there, that statement right there, your uh, her money is my money. It should have been. That's, that's, telling me, that's telling me right then and there, like he's going to do it regardless. Right. It should have been my money, money is your it. money, your money is my money. Yeah. It should be going both ways. So that means that her, that extra money coming into the house from her income is going to be buying his parents a house. Um, My whole thing is just right here. Like that's, that's, that's my whole saying. It should have been so. How old is everybody? How old is the whole party? How old are the parents? How old is this, you know, fiance couple? How old? Because... And what does and, and what does helping them buy a house mean? Does that mean you're buying them the house? Does that mean you're putting the down payment and your parents are going to make the house payments? Does that mean you're buying them the house, period? So then you're going to have possibly your house payment and their house payment. Does that mean you're going to help them find the house? I mean, what does that yeah, mean? Yeah, help them? Yeah. At some point in time, you know, this might sound mean. Parents might want to go to assisted living. I mean, because I just don't know, like... There's, 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 more, there's more details we need. Because regardless of how much money somebody made, it don't matter, like, how much money we make. I wouldn't want to have... I wouldn't... Like, unless I hit the lottery or something... You know what I'm saying? Like I'm be like, oh, for Winfrey, you get a house, you get a house, no. you get a house, everybody get a house. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 no. Maybe no. not to that extent, but unless I hit it big, then I just can't buy somebody a house. Like my mom or her house. My dad owned his condo. Well, my parents don't. So if I was to hit the lottery, then yes, I would buy them a house. Yeah, that's I mean that's understandable. I mean, even though you don't want to buy your parents a car right now. I, you, I, we didn't have this conversation. Why do you think I'm rich and I got a car payment? Then I'm supposed to buy somebody else a car too. Because you're a doctor that works for the I, health. Do you see doctor, PhD, or anything like that behind or in front or in between any of my names? You do not. And I don't, and I don't make that much money. I do not make doctor money. You balling. <laughs> Stop playing. There's somebody in the comment. I don't, I don't I know if somebody said, well, just get a house with like a beach house or a pool house and they could live in there. I don't think I would want that either. Mm-mm. Because if we're, if we're, you know, making love and your parents are like a few feet away or a couple, like a yard away, that's kind of weird to me. I just can't live that close to my mom. That's all. <laughs> Period. That's a whole nother, that's a whole nother uh, can of worms right there. Yes. So no, period. Like I said, it just brings up a lot more questions than we yeah. have answers for. But like I said, to me, the main thing is lack of communication. Because you remember I told you not long after we started talking. I don't know how long it was, but you know, I told you like a lot of relationships don't make it. They don't last. 
because there's certain things you have to talk about. Mm-hmm. And some of these things are going to be uncomfortable. But it's things that have to be said. It's questions that have to be asked. If you're looking for a long-term partner, if you're looking for somebody to marry, because you don't want to get in even months down the line, years down the line, get engaged, get married, and it's stuff that you haven't talked about, and then boom, you about to get married, or you're already married, and then something come out that you didn't know, that you didn't realize, and you like, oh shit, if I would have known this, I wouldn't have married this person. Yeah. You got to talk about money. If you're planning on having kids, you got to talk about parenting styles. You got to talk about household chores and who, you know, what's who the expectations, what? who does what. You you got to talk about stuff like that. You got to talk about savings. You got to talk about, you know, do, do you want to buy a house? You got to talk about even do you want to have kids? You got to talk about this stuff because you don't want to get in assuming and then, boom, here you go. You're assuming something and then you get in and it's not what you thought. Because, yeah. you know, my big thing was... Let me go on and tell you right now. <laughs> I don't want kids. So if you can't deal with that, you're not with that, I understand. That's fine. But I'm going to give you a choice. I'm not going to get get you in and then trick you, then have you thinking we're going to get married and we're going to have children. I think that's rude ain't even a strong enough word for I think it's deceitful. You got to talk about money. You got to know what that person's money style is, how they are with money. You got to know that because you don't want to get in thinking that this person know how to budget and pay bills and that they're not spending all their money on clothes, shoes, hair and nails and, and you know, paying their bills last. Mm-hmm. You got to know that kind of stuff. You plan on having kids, the parents and styles, you can't be the one that want to whoop ass and then the other person don't believe in hitting kids. It's not going to work. So, to me, it's a communication thing. Yeah. It's very light. And this stuff might not be comfortable at first. Because it's basically you're putting your whole self out on the table for somebody to see. And it's not comfortable. But if you do it, then the person knows and it's out of the way. And then everybody has a choice. You either choose to talk to the person, you see what happens... Or you choose to move on and find somebody who wants what you want. It's cra- It's funny how people don't want to talk about that stuff. People don't want to talk about, you know, kids or finances or marriage or, you know, any of that stuff. They don't want to talk about any of that. But then they, 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 don't, they don't want to talk about that. They scared to talk about that. They nervous about talking about that. But then they will go suck a dick, and then they will go eat some vagina. Yeah, that don't make sense. You're scared. So of the you're wrong cool stuff. with that? You're, yeah, you're yeah. afraid of the wrong stuff, and I said that about somebody before. Like, well, dang, this person is afraid of the wrong stuff. You're scary, but you're scary over the wrong stuff. Like, you need to be having these, <clears throat> excuse me, conversations with people before you get too involved, because <laughs> it's stuff that you need to know. So instead of having these conversations, you just jump right in the bed with the person and then ask questions later. Yeah. Have sex and ask questions last. Yeah. And it doesn't make sense because stuff like that is not it's not gonna work. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Like I said, it's just hard because that brings up a lot more questions like like you said. <clears throat> what was y'all talking about in the beginning? 
Right. You know, all once y'all start to do the whole engagement thing, because marriage had to come up before that. Yeah. But you know, I've said that some people do have like really superficial relationships. Their relationships are so on the surface that they never dig deeper in into into each other and into each other's lives that they never get to stuff like that. And to me, those are like puppy love, high school type relationships. And adults have these too. You're just with the person and you're just going with the flow and you're just doing whatever. You never ask questions. You never really, really get to know the person for really who they are. Because either you don't want to ask or they're not volunteering up information. You don't want to ask and make them uncomfortable and they don't want to talk about it because they're uncomfortable. Yeah. But yeah, like, like you said, that's it's just just weird. Then to the point of, I don't know. I'll feel because if if let's okay, okay, this is a woman asking a question. You know, if it was a, if you was doing it, I'll be like, what the hell? If I was doing it, you'd be like, what the fuck? Right. If it's something we hadn't talked about and discussed, like I and said. And another question too is, how did he go to college? But said, but yeah, she's making more than that's very confusing. Did she? What, did she go to college too? It didn't say, but I mean, if she make $115,000 a year, she probably went to school for something. And that's a lot. 70000 is a lot. I mean, maybe it just depends on what he went to school for and what she went to school for. She could be a doctor. Mm-hmm. Let's see, that's doctor money. I don't make that. <laughs> Come on, man. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a good topic, but you know you, that's just one of those things where you need a lot more fucking detail. I mean, but the fact that it doesn't have details, it you can still speculate and still have open conversation about yeah. it. Yeah. Cause like I said, yeah, if I hit the lottery or something like that, I come into a lot of money. That's one thing. Yeah, I mean, if I hit the lottery, even though I'm trying, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think to my mom. I think my mom, I think my mom is finished paying off the house. I think. I think my dad is still working on his, but yeah, he ain't been living there for that long. Right? Yeah, so yeah, he probably still working on his. But you know, what I mean, it's I mean, a lot of people say what they gonna do. They hit the lottery, you know. I had a lot of disappearing. Y'all know, y'all know me. I'm going. Well, if, matter of fact, if I hit the lottery, ain't nobody gonna know I hit it. Okay, so Open up a nice LLC. Let you know, what I'm saying, collect that, then you know. It's just communication. Communication is key. Like I said, that's one of them things that regardless of how old they are or whatever, it should have been discussed. Evidently, they didn't talk about money. Yeah, but anyway. It's, it's, I mean, I really kind of feel like this is still an open conversation. <clears throat> you know what? They, no, let's take it to the people. You know, all, you know, five viewers. Listeners that we got. No, shoot us a voicemail. What y'all, what y'all think about this topic? What was the question again? Oh, you gonna let me read it again? No, just, this, 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 you know, just break it down to summarize it. Well, I'd rather read it again. Let me find it. You know, I'm gonna have to read it again. Hold on. I'm searching. And she can always take, uh, you know, Team Jackson advice. If he's not willing to kill his parents. So again, the question, oh, okay. the the post says, my fiance makes 70K a year while I make 115K. 
I'm completely okay with the difference in salaries. However, I just learned that he has been supporting his mom and dad financially for years since he graduated from college. I overheard him tell his mom that they can start looking for a new house and he will help them purchase it after we get married since we will have more money with my income. When I questioned him about it, he said that it was the least he could do for his parents sacrificing to put him through college. He said that when we were married, my money is his money, and there shouldn't be an issue with where he'd like for our money to go, especially when it's for his parents. I love this man, but I am seriously thinking about calling off the wedding. Oh, <clears throat> that's there we go right there. What y'all think? Do y'all think she should call off the wedding? That's, that's the question. Right, that's the question. Do y'all think she should call off the wedding? Do you think she should call off the wedding? I don't know about calling out the wedding, but um, obviously they got some stuff to talk about before they get married. I agree with you. She should call off the wedding. Shoot us a voicemail. Tell us what you think. Now, on to something that happened a couple of weeks ago. I wanted to talk about it last week, but I forgot about it. So, my daughter called me or she was on the phone get her hair done, get ready for school. My daughter lives in Louisiana. They go to school before they do here in North Carolina. Don't always been saying this. Ask me, when can she have a boyfriend? And I told her, you do not need to be worrying about that right now. You need to be focused on school. You're only 11. You don't need to be worrying about no boyfriend. Focus on school. When you get to high school, you get to be 15 or whatever. I don't care if you want to have a little boyfriend. I don't care. I'm not telling you no. I'm not telling you yet. Yeah, all I'm saying is that you're only 11 years old. You're too young right now. Focus on school. She's like, oh, man. Don't, oh, man. Just focus on school. That's your main focus right now. You're only 11. Can't reiterate that. You're only 11. Focus on school. Her mother jumps in. In the background. Ron. As long as she got a little crush on the boy, we know she's not gay, so we okay. I'm like, what? She said it again. I'm like, I'm like, what is going on? I said, well, I don't know what's going on right now. She get on the phone and she say it again. As long as she got a crush on little boy, we know she's not gay. And I'm like, she was giggling too. Moms is giggling about this shit. And I'm like, it don't matter if she was gay or not. She's only 11 years old. She need to be focused on school. I don't care if she had a crush on a little girl. I will still say the same thing. And if my, as I told her this, I said, if our child grows up, come a teenager, decide that she wants to be a lesbian, she wants to date women, I'm okay with that because that's my daughter and I love her. Regardless of what she want to do, I love her. So, if she got a crush on a little girl, she got a crush on a little boy, it don't matter. She's only 11. She need to be focused on school. She took our divorce, our separation very hard. She need to be focused on school. Oh, yeah, I know that too. You know, I know, you know, yeah, she want to be gay. Yeah, I'm happy with that too. So why would you say all that shit? Um, Yeah. <laughs> You know, when you came and told me that, I'm just looking like, 
you know, kind of speechlessly and uh, flabbergasted for a few minutes because I'm just like, she's 11. Like, I don't know what kids know these days, you know, because they're different. They know more. So I'm like, first of all, does she even know what gay is? Does she even know what that means? Second of all, you're the adult. You're the parent. Why would you bust out and say something like that in front of the child? Like, you, it, it sounds stupid, and it, and it sounds weird. Because like you said, you shouldn't be saying that. You should just be saying, you're too young. You need to focus on school. You don't need to be worrying about that. You're too young to be talking about having a boyfriend. And you remember, I asked you, why is she going so hard about this? Why is she saying this? I mean, to me, it's weird. I don't know. I just don't remember at 11 coming to my parents saying, when can I have a boyfriend? And like I said, I understand kids are different these days. But I, like I said, I just wonder, is it not because her mama always has a boyfriend? That's another thing, too, which I've had that. <laughs> I'm talking to every two, like, wait, why do I hear a guy in the background? Oh, that's, I can't remember the guy's name. That's such a, like, who the hell is this guy? Oh, that's my friend. How long have you been talking about ever since she broke up with such and such? Like, what the fuck? It only been like a month since they broke up. And it could be that. What the fuck? Because she see her mama, she, her mama always have a boyfriend. She have a boyfriend for a long period of time. They break up, then she immediately have another boyfriend. It could be that. I don't know. Like, giggling about this shit. Too. Like, oh, you know, no, she's not gay. <laughs> like, what? No. Oh, Ron, you know she's not the sharpest crayon in the box. Oh, okay. And when I even asked them crayon boxes with the sharpener attached. <laughs> even when I asked her, like, wait, you talking, how long, you, even when I asked how long y'all been talking, she told me that, you know, was, you know, she's me and sister. So I was like, damn. And you already got to do around my child. And she told me that, Really? Like yeah, really? Like, I'm concerned. Not even about my, my, not only my daughter, like about the other, your other daughter. The other daughter's like sick, like five or six, and you just broke up with her pops, or your pops kicked y'all out. I don't fucking know, but either way, it's too fucking soon. Like that, I was able. I literally told her that other girl is not my child, and I'm still concerned about her too. Oh, we fine. First thing I said, I can't wait to. I need. I need to get my daughter out here. I need. It's. It's just crazy. Like this is the type of stuff that I go through. <laughs> Every now and again, you know, we still recording. You talk about your belly. And my belly came out. Sorry. This is stuff that I go through, and I just. This always has me like, what, the fuck. Is going on in Louisiana? What is going on? That's why I really, I really do feel like my daughter would be do better if she was out here with me. I want my daughter to be out with me. And I hate the fact that she's thirteen hours away, and it really pisses me off too that she's thirteen hours away, and I'll do anything. Be on the road for 23 hours to go get her and drive back in one fucking sitting just to be with my child. And there's dudes out here. I ain't know I fuck that. There are boys out here that's like 15 minutes away from their kids and don't go see them. Yeah, 
I gotta drive 13 hours to even look at my daughter and talk to her. And I'm not a phone person, so it really hurts me that we don't talk on the phone as much as we do. Like I said, FaceTime helps. But I'd rather talk to my daughter face to face. And I don't like getting calls like that. Not even about the whole, you know, kind of a boyfriend thing. Just the whole background of, well, at least she's not gay. Like, what the fuck are you teaching my child? Are you teaching my child that gay is wrong or something? That's the shit I go through. See, this is this is the type of stuff that happens when you separate from, you know, your child. <sighs> Anything else you want to talk about? I really don't want to end on a note like this. Uh, I mean, what else you got to say about all this? Like I said, Ron, you know she's not the sharpest crayon in the box. She need the crayon. She need the um, box with the sharpener. Attached. What the fuck do they mean? Bless you. What do they even mean? What does that mean she need the crayon with the box and the sharpener? What the hell does that mean? She not the sharpest one, so she need the, the box with the sharpener so she can get sharp. Burr. Smarter. Not dumb. She's dumb. <laughs> Oh my god, I guess we go ahead and end it on that. That is very weird. I didn't really didn't want to end it on the bed on her down note. At least I'm glad you didn't say the other thing you said when I first told you all of this. I don't remember what I said. Probably what I always say. This is something else I do want to talk about, but that's another downer too. About how you're nine years old and you weigh 190 pounds. Yeah, that's a whole other topic. Yeah, that's a whole other topic. You might get into that next week. We might talk week. about that next week. You know. I just don't, I still don't understand that. How you know how you Nine years old. I got my co-worker's 21 and he weighs 170 pounds. How a nine-year-old weigh more than him? Man, when we first met that boy, we mean you thought that boy was damn near 11. But that's neither here or there. We might talk about that next week. We might not. But, you know, let's go ahead and, you know, end this side-ass podcast. So, what time you want to take us out? Since you're the host. All right, y'all. It's been another episode of Real Talk with Tanya and Ron. Ron, you can tell them where they can find this at. All right, you can find us on the Anchor app, Anchor FM. Find us on Stitcher TV. Not Stitcher TV. I don't know why I keep saying Stitcher Radio and Spotify. I really, really feel good that we're on Spotify. If we could get on iTunes, oh, it's, oh, it's a wrap. If we can get on iTunes, if I pop, if I once I publish this in, that shit stay. Oh, y'all on pop, y'all on iTunes now. Oh, it's oh it's over. <laughs> oh, it's over. We're gonna buy equipment, and not just sit on the bed, on the Nintendo Classic box. <laughs> <laughs> get some proper equipment. Like I said, I, like I said, I do like to do like this pod, you know, this app, you know, the fact that you know we can't record. This is something I've been wanting to do, but I didn't really know how to go about doing it. I thought I need, need cameras, and I cameras, you know, well, you know, cameras. But I thought I really needed. You know, mics and stuff like that. The fact that we can just use our phone. And if too, like, you know, if we wanted to, we could actually call somebody and actually get them on on the podcast. All they got to do is just hold the phone up to their ear like they're talking on the phone conversation. And they could be a part of the podcast. And you can do that with the Anchor app. You know what I'm saying? 
Now, they, there's transitions. The only thing I don't like is the fact that there's transitions, but you got to stop recording, add a transition, and hit record again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same thing with the voicemail question. You got to stop recording, install the voicemail, press record again, and answer the question. But this has been episode four or five or three. It's four. Four? All right. Mm-hmm. This has been episode 75 of it's four <laughs> of real real talk with Tanya and Ron you know let us know how we let us know what y'all think about the podcast you know and matter of fact this is what I, this is what I need to say too share this with your friends and family please share this the more the more we can get the more listeners we can get the more y'all share this the more people liking the page that's gonna help us really get on iTunes more that's going to help us get the podcast out to make it really make us really feel like we're not just doing this, you know what I'm saying, for nothing. So all two listeners, share this <laughs> with your family and friends and tell them to download the app and listen to this podcast. Like this is tell them that this is a great podcast. They're will they will enjoy this. Tell them uh, Spotify, you know, Stitcher. I'm when we share it, I'm going to put every link in there. Because we even got a new one, too. I, I can't remember the name of the new one. You know, I, I'm so happy that we actually got through an episode without nothing fucking up. Okay, so please share this. Share this with everybody. All right. This is Ron. And this is Tanya. We see y'all next week. Bye.